But a person who knows and knows that they know is wise, follow them. And so I say the race is not just for the swift, but for those who can endure. A servant to many is a leader to all. I am because we are a house divided will fall. Thank you so much, Mr. Kibley and the Power You Network. Welcome to House. Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners, fans, subscribers, and friends. We talk about a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, societal, and cultural perspective. We believe that in tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. So subscribe to our channel, rate, review, and let us empower you. Welcome to Empower You Podcast. My name is Kibway Cooper. Thank you so, so much for being here. Um, today, we are going to have an incredible episode uh, with some incredible uh, community leaders here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, but before we jump into our interview, I want to talk to you guys just a little bit about our series that we're working on today, which is, or the series we're working on with the podcast, which is Empowered Investments. And a part of understanding investments um, and being empowered is understanding um, what information you already have stored in your value system uh, regarding um, your life and your community and the things that you hold dear to you, right? And so today we're going to be talking about community values. And I have two incredible guests for you guys today. So uh, our first guest is, is Mr. Adrian Curry. He's the CEO of the Art Leadership Center. He's also the CEO of the Magnificent Freedom Fest Festival, um, that is going to be holding all of the Juneteenth celebratory events here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, a truly incredible young man who has um, done so much advocacy work and mentorship in the community. We truly appreciate him being here. We also have Mr. Elisha Brown, who is a ambassador for the Art Leadership Center. He's also uh, uh, the, the vice chair of marketing for the Magnificent Freedom Fest. And um, I'm just super excited to have both of them here. We're going to have a really great conversation about community values and what it means um, to not only expose yourself to community values, but evaluate what community values you grew up in uh, already so that we have a good baseline on where we're trying to get to, right? So I'm going to go ahead and bring them up and uh, let's get this thing started. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Kibway. Uh, and we want to, off the, at the start of this, we want to thank Empower You Podcast. We appreciate you and getting the, you know, getting the message out there and empowering the community. Well, my name is Adrian Curry. I am the CEO of the Art Leadership Center, which is designed to systematically develop Renaissance scholars and artists with a global conscience that embody five wells of leadership, well-read, well-spoken, well-dressed, well-traveled, and well-balanced. And Mr. Brown and I both know we always say, welcome to the house. As far as the Magnificent Freedom Fest is concerned, I also serve as the CEO. Uh, and the mission is very much so the same. We wanna develop Renaissance leaders that ultimately are going to connect people 
and organizations that have a collective approach towards community welfare, whether it's locally or abroad. And so we're happy to be here. And like, like you stated before, I have my young Captain Ambassador Elisha Brown with us, and he is the vice chair of the marketing subcommittee for the Magnificent Freedom Fest, but I'll let him tell you about that, Mr. Brown. Yes. Um, thank you. My name is Elisha Brown. I'm the son of Mazola Brown and Earl Brown. I will be a 10th grade student leader at the Art Leadership Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I do aspire to be a film director. Um, I serve as the marketing vice chair for the Magnificent Freedom Fest, and I'm an ambassador for the Art Leadership Center. Thank you both so much for being here. Um, you guys are pouring a lot into the community. I'm seeing all of the Juneteenth uh, um, materials, flyers, graphics popping up everywhere, and I absolutely love it. You guys are fantastic. So kudos to both of you. Um, I want to ask, kind of break into our conversation uh, by asking uh, um, you first, Mr. Curry, you know, what comes to your mind when you think of the word community? How would you describe community? Um, you know, you know, as Mr. Brown and I, we actually talked about this uh, before we got on the call. And um, we had a very similar idea when we thought of the word community. And I'm not going to steal his thunder and what his, his thoughts were, but I want to take it a little deeper before he answers, right? When I think of community, I think a smaller section uh, of the fabric of the universe, if you will, right? So you would have on the atomic level, right? Uh, the building blocks of life, you know, those atoms come together to create molecules and the molecules create cells and the cells create tissues and the tissues create organs and organs make organ systems, organ systems make organisms and we come together to make organizations. And, but the first organization we know is family. And so these families coming together or organizations coming together is ultimately what's creating what we call the tribe. And I think that is what a community truly is. Because when many communities come together, you build what you call a nation. Okay, our many tribes come together, you create a nation. And so when I think of community, I think of a tissue, right? Of, or, 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 or individuals that are cut from the same cloth that more or less have the same function when you look at the orgus operations of the world, right? A particular community has that uh, uh, function that is more so geared towards that particular locale versus, you know, there's, of course there's diversity, but versus a different community, another location that may have a different function or a different specialty. And we bring those different parts or those different communities together to create a larger body. That's a fantastic answer. I love that. Mr. Brown, how would you describe community? When I think of community, I think of a body. So in the community, um, people serve different parts, different functions like in the body. So we come together to make one, one entity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Many different uh, uh, um, individuals with a, a, a shared objective uh, working towards a common goal. That's that's what I hear you both saying. If if I'm if I'm paraphrasing you both correctly, and I and I would have to 100% agree. I think you know your community is is everything. 
right? It's all of it. Your your both your influences, your surroundings, your culture, what you listen to, the the old wise men and the old wise women who you encounter, like it is all of of it you know and so i love those responses um another thing i'd love to hear your both of your opinions on is uh what would you describe um as an investment what would you describe as an investment when i think about words in general i have to break them down i have to get into the science i have to get into the linguistics the etymon you right the essence of the word right and so when i hear investment i hear invest and i hear mint right and so when i hear invest i know it means to clothe or to dress and i know mentis is mind in the latin so we're talking of dressing or clothing the mind and so when i think of that and we know that the thought is the concrete and the manifestation of the thought is the action so i think whatever you pour into the mind if you will or clothe or dress the mind in that's what's ultimately going to be expressed externally and it's going to create that environment but of course there's that there's that uh that divine order of my dance, if you will, in which the investment is expressed, but the environment we know trains the mind. The environment means to surround and mentees his mind, right? So we know we're surrounding the mind in the ancient school that the environment could teach the subcortical regions of the brain. And so what one is clothing their mind with, okay, or dressing their mind with is ultimately gonna shape their reality. Yeah. Absolutely. Mr. Brown, what do you think about uh, investment? When I hear investment, really, I think of someone pouring into another person, someone who may need help in a certain area or you see potential in. So you want to pour it into them what you can provide and offer and see how far your help can take them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The the idea that not only is your um, mental energy, right, and your information, um, everything you do, take in verbally, uh, visually, all of these are different types of investments, um, whether they're intentional or not, to Mr. Brown's point, you know, it's like some investments are very intentional, whereas you can have very passive investments that we're not entirely sure that we're making at the time you know um it it i think it it's it's interesting what we all define as investment right because a lot of times at least growing up i often thought of investments as uh dollars and cents type of thing and as i get older i realize that dollars and cents money stocks things like that uh, properties, whatever, all of these are manifestations of, uh, to Mr. Curry's point, thoughts, right? And and those thoughts can be made or uh, purchased, to Mr. Brown's point, through uh, mentorships, through programs, through community organisms, which can deposit investments into your uh, mentality, um, but then in also into your, you know, your life in general, which I think is really interesting. So I want to ask you, um, I want to uh, ask you a little bit more about values now. Um, so as a community um, and, and, and growing up, I'll put it that way, growing up in Fort Wayne, growing up in the communities that you both grew up in, uh, what 
values do you feel like you adopted and most impacted your 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 social uh, interactions um, and for you mr. Curry maybe your economic choices um, and and even personal investments well you know growing up in the community Fort Wayne community in the southeast and uh, specifically the Wiser Park Youth Center um, well, all the programs that I was in, you know, I always realized that when I say always realized, I mean, many coaches, many teachers, many family members always instilled this in me. And that is, it's about the people, not the program. It's about the people, not the program. And, you know, I always make sure I remember that well, who I'm serving. Right. So no matter the age I was in, you know, I was put on productions as a child and was born. And so when I think of healing the, the community, I always think of healing the environment and healing the people, the people in the environment. And so I place so much value on the people and I put so much value on the environment back to that symbiotic relationship, that 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 divine dance as they're affecting each other. And so um, just growing up and, and looking at all the things that I've been through, I realized, especially from an economic standpoint, that a lot of the downtroddenness, if you will, was from a lack of, of funding or, 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 or finances, if you will. And, and um, although most people say, you know what, we need to get some money. We need, we, need, we need support, we need to be invested in. My thinking was a little different. I always thought, you know, I don't care so much about the money. It actually made me uh, wanna disregard the money because it wasn't accessible. And I always feel as if I wanna work with those who wanna work with me, you know? And, and I wanna love those who love me. And if we don't have fun, well, what do we have, right? And so yeah. I, I've learned to not so much value the, the, the dollar, uh, being being uh, disadvantaged, if you will, economically disadvantaged, but I really learned to find the value in the people, and and, and we know that through the people we find wisdom, and, and and so that's where I find my value because wisdom is is more valuable than silver and gold. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Brown? Well, when I think about community values, one of them that comes to mind really is respecting and paying homage to your elders respecting because when when you respect your elders doors can open for you but it's also common courtesy paying homage like i said earlier when they pour into you you must return it that like returning your investment so that's what i think about that's really good mr brown i like that i think that's a um a great philosophy um to to live life with because you know um outside of outside of just your value system i think we also have to understand we operate within a system of universal laws and one of which very strong one is the law of reciprocity you know which is reaping what you sow and so the idea that one you know you attract people whom you 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 desire to be around through your own actions and integrity to mr curry's point and then to mr elisha's point but then you reciprocate the energy the information the investment that you receive from others um it creates a very um 
I would say dynamic and and well-balanced, to use one of the wells, uh, system of living. Uh, because reciprocity is very important, man. You have to sow seeds. And so um, understanding that as a young man, as you are, I think it's very, very important. So I love that answer, man. Um, so question, how do you teach values in environments like Fort Wayne? Um, you know, there are some issues, right? There's investment issues as far as financial. There's a lot of community and culture that tends to pull on different people one way or another. How are you all teaching values in Fort Wayne? I understand, you know, you have the Art Leadership Center um, and, and the Magnificent Fest, you know, but tell us a little bit more about that, how you're going about installing values in this generation, which is unlike any other. Thinking about what Mr. Brown said, as far as paying homage to those that come before us, you know, and you, you speaking on reciprocity, uh, it makes me think about making sure that we pass on things to our youth and they are our future, right? And so that's the whole idea behind the establishing of the Art Leadership Center. And that is to make sure that the information, the wealth of information and the resources is passed down to the next generation. You know, uh, whether we have the resources, the, the, the financial resource, resources or not, the wisdom is what's most valuable because it will bring about the treasures that we need. And so uh, what, we, what we do, what I've done specifically, right, is obviously create the Art Leadership Center, which is designed to systematically develop Renaissance leaders, right? And so what is a Renaissance leader? Well, uh, what is the Renaissance? To rebirth, to revive, to reawaken, right? And that's a fancy way of saying we need to develop servant leaders. We know what they're going to do which is reawaken, rebirth, revive, research. But, but what, is, what is their actual function? What actually uh, uh, are they being trained in? They're being trained in being a servant. A servant to me is a leader to all, you know it. And so that's what we wanted to do with the Art Leadership Center is, is create a, an, 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 an advanced uh, education system, an elite education system to make sure that information is passed along and carried on from generation to generation, especially, like you said, what they're dealing with is quite different in the technological realm and, 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 and robots and things of that nature. Now, when it comes to the Magnificent Freedom Fest, you know, I think of the Art Leadership Center as like internal work, right? But the Magnificent Freedom Fest is like the external work, what we can do for the environment, like social engineering, if you will. What messages can we deliver to the people so that they understand also that we must pass this information down, but more importantly, that we must uh, uh, push forward this renaissance. We must reawaken the people. We must, we must, we must rebirth who we are spiritually and culturally, so that we can do ultimately what we were born to do. And we know that we want to bring about order and build a body. And so that is ultimately what we are doing to implement these values into our community. That's brilliant. <laughs> I love that. Mr. Brown, tell us about that, um, how, how you go about teaching values in environments um, like Fort Wayne through the Art Leadership Center, through the, free, uh, the Magnificent Freedom Fest. Well, I feel like within the Art Leadership Center, we learn about a lot about discipline and endurance, whether it be physical or mental. So once we learn those skills, we can carry them out. Like Mr. Curry said, 
to the Magnificent Freedom Fest and sort of our action item, as I like to think of it as. So what do you feel like some of the most important actions you're hoping that um, young people like yourself um, or others, what's one of the most important actions you want them to take as a result of seeing you as a servant to many? Well, I think really just being being known in your community, um, taking a role in your community, helping those in need. Uh, I think that's really what I feel like we need to know. So what's one thing that you want our listeners to know about Art Leadership Center, about community values, about the freedom, uh, at the about the magnificent Freedom Fest. Um, what's one thing you want them to take away? And, and, and tell us how they can engage in the event as well. Well, I just want to say that the Art Leadership Center, we're taking a role in the community through the Magnificent Freedom Fest. And we're providing education and celebration and also organization to the community. I love that. Mr. Mr. Curry, what do you think? Thank you, Mr. Cooper. That's good teachings, Mr. Brown. I, I, <laughs> I, I second that. We want to organize, educate, and celebrate our community. But just to give you a little more information, the Art Center, which is our new nonprofit, okay, it presents the Magnificent Freedom Fest, which is the official Juneteenth celebration in Fort Wayne. And so you can go to magnificentfreedomfest.com to be more engaged. You can learn as much information from the website, but you can register to be a part of the Art Leadership Center Promenade. You can register to be a vendor or have an information table. And we want everyone to come out. Juneteenth is now a national holiday, which yes, it means it's more or less been appropriated, but it's an opportunity for us, you see? It's an opportunity for us to truly educate the community, not just the black community, but the community at large. And, and we still have those eight events and many of the events throughout the week leading up to the 18th are geared toward more or less the African-American community presenting issues, solving problems and, and, and coming up with a way that we can organize and make uh, uh, the community a more clean environment, a better place to live. And so uh, we have some amazing events lined up and I just like to kind of hit you with some of the, the main ones that you should look out for, which is the Elder Jubilee, which is huge. The Elders Jubilee is really becoming a big deal. We are honoring over 18 nonagenarians. As a matter of fact, and then we have two uh, uh, elders who are above 100 years old, lived a life of outstanding service. That's, we are honoring them. And that is really exciting. It's gonna be held at the historic Turner Chapel uh, uh, AME Church. And then just to kind of run them off at the Impact Center, a major partner of ours this year, uh, Taste of Culture is going to take place on Monday uh, from six to eight. And Taste of Culture is really going to highlight the different schools of thought or the diversity of thinking within our community, whether you're a Hebrew Israelite, a Moore, a, a, a Black Panther, a... Uh, uh, an Egyptologist, all the different schools of thought in Nuwabi, and we want all those people to come out and there'll be a busker style uh, celebration. So there'll be different people doing different art forms, showcasing their different skills, right? On Tuesday, we have the Power of Black Economics, uh, which we have some speakers obviously talking about economics and how to uh, 
uh, fixture credit, debt relief, cryptocurrency, the whole nine. Okay, this is six to eight as well. Smart art is on Wednesday. That is essentially uh, a STEAM program, science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. It's all different forms of art, et cetera, with, you know, outside, outside of using Wi-Fi. So that's going to be a very interesting event. And, you know, uh, I think it's going to shine some light on who we really are and what we are outside of the virtual realm. And then we have Lawn and Learn. Lawn and Learn is that deeper, the deepest of community discussions that we're going to have. And we're going to present topics such as health, such as racial matters, things of that nature to discuss uh, uh, in the back of the impact center, in the lawn, bring a lawn chair, bring a beach towel, and, and we're gonna have that beautiful community discussion. There's also the reggae festival that day at the Health Hut, uh, so everybody can get their groove on and, and have a good time and enjoy the vendors, etc. And then on Friday, Friday's a big day because we have sowing seeds uh, with the Human Agricultural Cooperative over at the garden on Tillman. And we're gonna, we're gonna learn some things about growing food and, and, and electric food, show we call it, carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen food that is electric and heals the body. And we know when there is electricity, there is magnetism. That is why we say electromagnetic. And we know that we have the right-hand rule. The current is going up. Magnetism is going around in the direction of the fingers. And so uh, the magnetism is what really keeps you from being sick. And that's important. And so that's what they're going to learn at Sowing Seeds. Really important stuff. Cultural cocktail, though, is Friday night at Connor's rooftop at the Hampton Inn. This is a big event because it is our fundraiser. We're hoping people will buy a ticket, $150 a ticket. Like I said, it's a fundraiser and it's the support. It's to support the Magnificent Freedom Fest and the development of the Renaissance Leader. And so we're, we're hoping that you can go to the website, purchase your ticket there. That would be fantastic. There'll be signature cocktails, some hors d'oeuvres being served butler style. Uh, I'm looking forward to that event. It's going to be awesome. And then on the 19th, which is uh, the culminating event, I'm just skipping over the 18th, but the 19th, this is a big event. Uh, it's a virtual event, actually, with Dr. Joy DeGruy. Uh, uh, the Center for Nonviolence and in Padag, they're, they're co-hosting this event in Barnes and Thornburg. They're sponsoring it, bringing in Dr. Joy DeGruy to talk about post-traumatic slave disorder and how to heal from it. This is the racial healing conference. Please tune in. And so last but not least, I have to talk about the 18th and that is the big long celebration. If you don't know, traditionally in Fort Wayne, Indiana, the third Saturday of June is always Juneteenth. It's not necessarily June 19th. It's always the third Saturday. And so at 10 a.m. is the Keepers of the Light ceremony. Last year, I received, uh, it was the Passing Torch ceremony. I received the torch from Miss Annette Page to be a good steward and to, and, to, and to hold the burden of responsibility for cultural celebrations and leadership within the community. Well, this year is the Keepers of the Light celebration in which I want to share that burden with those leaders who've been standing beside me this entire time. That's at 10 a.m. 10.30, the uh, promenade the Art Leadership Center prominent participants will arrive and we will line up at our spot and it will begin uh, on Oxford and Warsaw um, at Optimistic Beauty Salon uh, at 1130 sharp. And we're going to 
traverse the plains of Oxford and, and saunter down in our promenade as we represent the greatness and beauty of our people coming together and working together. As we will enter the park at 120, there'll be an opening ceremony and the the the, the Mac Fest All-Star Basketball Showcase with Mr. Austin Mack has brought this to our community. It's a big deal. Uh, you're going to be able to experience that as well as our headliner band, which is Midnight Mimosas. Beyond that, you have vendors in the children's corner and the education corner, a kickball game, plaque football game we're working on. So come out and let's have a good time. So if you want to engage, and Mr. Kibway, thank you so much for letting me be long-winded here. If, if you want to engage, please go to MagnificentFreedomFest.com. That is amazing. That's the Magnificent Freedom Fest dot com for any of you all who are listening and watching this back on the playback um thank you both so much for being here i truly appreciate you taking your time and giving us the investment of creating more culturally centered activities uh representation and awareness here in fort wayne indiana we live in a bit of a bubble here and so it can be sometimes difficult to penetrate the overall consciousness um, of, of, of people who are sometimes a, a, in a bit of a survival mode, right? Um, there are so many um, mental, um, emotional, spiritual battles that people of color, black people in general face on an everyday basis here in, in Indiana um, as we continue to unfold layers of of, uh, of deeper complex um existence right humanity and so to bring about events that encourage us all from all races and walks of life to uh to see each other as fully human and to celebrate each other it's a big thing and i truly appreciate both of you all servant leadership in not only uh putting together such an incredible event but also uh, for being the leaders to all through your service. I really, really appreciate you both. Any last words from either of you before we uh, get out of here? Um, well, first, I just want to say thank you for having us. Um, and being a leader, it's, it's an important role, but it can at times be difficult. So when you see people working hard, um, I just do your best to support them, um, even if they're struggling. Wow, I, I appreciate hearing that, Mr. Brown. That's that's serious business, and I want to second that. Definitely, please support those who are really trying to invest and plant those seeds within the community, because that support is like the water; it will help that thing grow. And if that's the desired result we want, then we should really, really give it the resources that it requires so that it can manifest and grow. And we want, like you said, we live in that bubble and we want to make sure we have a global conscience and awareness of what's going on in the world. And so I'd like to leave the people with a couple things. And that's this, uh, a person who knows not and knows not that they know not is foolish, disregard them. The person who knows not and knows that they know not is simple. Teach them. A person who knows not but believes that they know, they are dangerous. Avoid them. You see, but a person who knows but knows not that they know, they're asleep. Tap them on their shoulder. Wake them up because they clearly know. But a person who knows and knows that they know, 
is wise, follow them. And so I say the race is not just for the swift, but for those who can endure. A servant to many is a leader to all. I am because we are a house divided will fall. Thank you so much, Mr. Kibley and the Power You Network. Welcome to the house. Amen to that, brother. Thank you all so, so, so much for being here. Listen, y'all, check out the Magnificent Freedom Fest. Um, we will have all of the information here in the show notes, as well as a link to the website. Register. There's going to be a lot of different things you can participate in. So find something throughout the week. I know we all got schedules and summer stuff, but find some way to participate and, and soak up some of this really great energy. Uh, and, 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 and we will definitely not only appreciate you, but it will enrich your life and your uh, thought process moving forward as we express our community values. So for all of you all who are listening, thank you so much. If you're watching this, make sure you click the links, check us all out, uh, and we will talk to you guys in another episode of Empower You Podcast. Thank you guys so much, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thanks for listening to Empower You Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review this episode because we would love to hear your takeaways from this discussion. And it helps us reach more listeners just like you. If you'd like daily audio video clips from the podcast, you can find Empower You Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.